Hello and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, my co-host, Tom Walker, and we are back with an action-packed episode of Premier League, Championship, League One and League Two action because the international break is over for a good four or five months. And thank God for that, Tom. Yeah, thrilled to be back. I think it's March, is it? That everything comes back uh, internationally. So a long runway coming into the Christmas period. There's going to be a ton of domestic football for us to get our teeth into. So yeah, really, really happy to see the back of that, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. So boring. Um, we are sponsored as ever by our friends at Quiff. So Quiff do sponsor the podcast. You can check Quiff out at quiff.com. Uh, and if you want to, you can join using our sign-up bonus. You get a £10, bet £10, get £30 free bet offer. If you join Quiff using the link that we'll share on social media and in the podcast show notes, anyone who does sign up using that link will, of course, be helping to pod. Quiff is the only betting platform that allows you to supercharge your bet. So any bet you place with Quiff, if you've never used it before, you don't know what it is, you get the chance to be quiffed and supercharged. So if you bet on Man City this weekend at 1.64, for example, there's always a chance that that could be boosted to 2.0, to 2.64 or to 20.64 if you're really lucky. So that is the fun of betting with quiff. You never know. When it, whether your single bet, your accumulator bet will get supercharged into something much larger uh, than it should be and or will be anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, it's really quite a unique product that we're uh, delighted to be working with. And listeners a couple of shows ago would have uh, heard from Jack as well. Great guy. Uh, looking forward to to working with them as the, as the season rolls on. So uh, mm. I think we should get going, Tom. In the Premier League, and starts off with a bang, doesn't it? It does. Man City against Liverpool. I know Jurgen Klopp's not happy about once again being the <laughs> Saturday twelve thirty kickoff straight after the international break. Uh, but yeah, you you you're on the money. This should be a cracker. Um, both teams have scored in this game in eight of the last nine between the two. Uh, over two point five goals in seven of the last eight between them both. So for me. Man City of Man City are very short, I think, at 1.64. I, you know, I think there's definitely got to be a bit of juice in the Liverpool price at 3.70. But mm-hmm. personally, I'm going to play it safe. And for me, the safe route is both teams to score. 1.48 is the price for that one. Um, Man City haven't kept a clean sheet against uh, Liverpool in nine consecutive games. I mentioned eight of the last nine have been both teams to score. So for me... Uh, that is going to be the way to go. I think it'll be a very entertaining game as they often have been in recent times between these two. Yeah, since Klopp took over in October 2015, they've had 35 12.30pm kickoff games. Uh, It's not the most. Uh, That's Tottenham with 36. Uh, They've won 16, drew 12 and lost 7. So they've averaged 1.71 points per game. And that was actually 1.97 prior to uh, last season's poor form. So they, he might complain, but they do have a decent record. Um, yeah, that is ever so tantalising for Liverpool. But yeah, both teams have scores the, the smart play. Right, moving into the three o'clock. So then we've got a handful of them this week. Uh, anything you fancy in either Burnley against West Ham or Newcastle Chelsea? 
Yeah, West Ham. I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't be reading them out, Tom, uh, against a team that has lost six out of six at home. Uh, West Ham priced at a healthy 1.96 for me. Um, they have shown some decent form recently, beating Forest 3-2, beating Olympiacos. On the road, I wish there was a little bit more to, to go at, for sure. But, I mean, these are the perfect opponents in Burnley who have lost six in a row. You know, Vincent Company coming out consistently saying that he's not going to change the style of play because of what he believes in and all that good stuff. I mean, that's a, a punter's dream, to be honest with you. That That's exactly what I want to hear. Keep doing it, Vincent. I'm going to keep going against you. <laughs> He's going to die on his sword, isn't he, uh, uh, here at Burnley? Sure, um, that's that's fine. I'll I'll get West Ham at uh, almost even money. That That's good with me. Uh, I do want to upgrade you slightly because I think you can get West Ham to win and both teams to score here. Uh, price for that being 3.4. Uh, West Ham have conceded in every away game they've played so far this season. And with Burnley being at home, um, I do think that that they can get something out of West Ham because they've been pretty leaky, generally, defensively, West Ham. Um, conceded at least three goals in the last three away games. You know, that is against Liverpool, Villa and Brentford, though. So three tough away games there that they've had. Um, but yeah, I, I think... You know, if this ended a, a 2-1 or a 3-1 to West Ham, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. No, no, not at all. Potentially uh, West Ham to win both halves as well. Um, I, th I think that's... I'm very, very hot on them this season. Uh, Luton Palace, anything for you there? Not really. No, I, I, I do feel like... You know, Luton will be earmarking this as a game where they could potentially pick up some points. Mm -hmm. um, I think that'll be doing Palace a disservice, really, because they've been been very good away from home, by and large, this season. They've got some fantastic results already this season, uh, winning 1-0 away at Man U being the highlight a few game weeks ago. So uh, there are no pushovers on the road. I think... No, that's why, that's why I don't want to... That's why I don't want to go against them. Mm. To be honest with you, mate, like in terms of a waveform for Palace, it's better than Liverpool, Manchester United, Brentford, Brighton, West Ham, Wolves, Villa, Newcastle, Forest, you, you name it. Um, yeah. You know, it's only bettered by Everton, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City and Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move into Forest against Brighton. I've got a good stat for you. And it's one I'm surprised we haven't picked up on really before now. Mm. Uh, both teams to score is the tip. 1.55 is the price. And the stat to back it up is that Brighton have had both teams to score in a whopping 16 consecutive Premier League games. Wow. That, how did we miss, how did we miss that, that? has gone so under the radar mm. in all of my research that I've done over the last, I don't know, two months or however long you know that you'd... you'd, yeah. you'd Judge that a good trend to, to go on. Yeah. 16 consecutive Premier League games. They have had the teams, both teams, the games be both teams to score. So 1.55. Brighton themselves aren't coming into this match in fantastic form, <clears throat> particularly. Uh, and Forest generally very good at home. Um, losing just one home game since April. And that was 2-0 uh, at Two 0 to Man Manchester United. You know we've seen some big sides come to the City Ground and, and leave with nothing. So if if Forest won, 
which I'd like us to do, obviously. It wouldn't surprise me. If it was a draw, also wouldn't really surprise me. But I think both teams to score is probably the, the best way to play this one personally. Yeah, both teams to score is what I'd wrote down, mate. I think I can see all three results and that's normally <laughs> an invitation to uh, to not go down either avenue. I think Brighton are going to catch fire eventually. Could be uh, could be Saturday, Forest at home, really good. Will it end up in the middle of, at a draw? Probably. Um, but yeah, let's just go safe with uh, both teams yeah. to score. Brilliant stuff. Uh, Sheffield United, Bournemouth, uh, potentially a game where Sheffield United might be looking to pick up any points or or no bet for you? No bet for me. Uh, I like the idea of Sheffield at home, apart from that, obviously 8-0 against Newcastle. Mm. But uh, Bournemouth, for me, have got the better players. Um, so, yeah, I'm OK, thanks. Yeah, OK. And um, lastly, for Saturday, we've got Brentford against Arsenal and another good stat to dig out of my little bag of good wow. stats I've got going. <laughs> the last time Brentford failed to score... Uh, a home goal in the Premier League has been over an entire year ago. So you've got to go all the way back to, I think it's Chelsea last October. So October 2022, um, when they failed to score at home. So 1.5 is the price for Brentford to get on the score sheet this weekend at home to Arsenal. The 3.9 on the nose. And we, we've spoken in the past about how good Brentford's record against fair London clubs has been as well. So, you know, for there could be some juice again in the Brentford price at that 3.9. But once again, going to play it safer and say Brentford to score at 1.5. Um, yeah, considering they've not, they've scored, sorry, in every Premier League game at home for over a calendar year it's uh you know it's a good price that for me yeah um looking into this a little bit more um brentford or draw brentford on a double chance is even money now mm. arsenal are super capable of going there and getting a win of course but i just feel like this is a tough game for arsenal i just feel like brentford beat a big six team at home Every season, uh, potentially multiple teams. Yeah, it's a really tough place to go. Um, you know, I, Arsenal, if they're not up for it, you know, if David Raya's going to get some abuse and uh, you know it isn't quite up to it, I could easily see them uh, dropping points here. So yeah, Brentford double chance is what I'd wrote down as a as a little bit of an outsider. Maybe it's even money. Yeah, I like it. Um. Sunday then, Tottenham Villa, I think oh, it's going to be a very entertaining one, surely this one, isn't yeah. it? I could see every result under the sun, as in Tottenham win, <laughs> draw, Villa win, Tottenham win comfortably, Villa win comfortably, high score, draw, you know what I mean? I think yeah. it's going to be entertainment, I think there's going to be goals. Once again, we'll take the goals angle, but it is short. Uh, both teams to score, 1.42, so the shortest of the lot, but for good reason, I suppose. Yeah, over 2.5 is the other angle for me. Uh, 1.53. We've seen Villa on the road uh, concede a lot of goals. Um, they've scored a couple as well, but, you know, their strength is at Villa Park. And, you know, Tottenham are missing a lot of key players, um, you know, particularly James Madison, who's probably signing of the season in terms of instant impact um, in the Premier League. And, you know, when he's missing, that's obviously going to, 
um, make a big impact as well. So I, I thought safer was over 2.5, just so I'm not relying on both teams finding find the back of the net. You know, this covers a, a Tottenham thrashing and a Villa blank or maybe a Tottenham blank and, and Villa getting a, a glut of goals. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that was my angle. I wanted to go overs. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Everton, Man U then rounds off Sunday. And do you know when you, you think, ah, Everton should have a good chance against Man U, you know, with the whole points deduction thing, a lot's been said about Man U potentially walking into a real cauldron this weekend at Goodison Park with, you know, Everton rallied against the Premier League and the, you know, rallying for the cause after the points deduction. Um, 2.5 for Everton is... It was a bit tight, to be honest. I'd I'd wanted a little bit more, but um, yeah, if I had to pick anyone here, I'd go with Everton. But Man you are not going to be a pushover. No, uh, a lot's been made of that viral um, kind of stat. You know, Man U, best performing team in the Premier League at the moment, blah, blah, blah. But let's analyse that a bit more, you know. Mm. Uh, struggle to put Luton to bed. Managed to win 1-0, lost to Copenhagen in the Champions League. This is what those kind of stats don't read out. Um, obviously, they just focus on the Prem. Struggled to get over a Fulham, uh, won that narrowly 1-0. Uh, got battered by Newcastle in the Carabao Cup, 3-0. Beat by Man City, 3-0 at home. Uh, edged over Copenhagen. Uh, got very lucky away at Sheffield United somehow managed to beat Brentford with two late goals. Like, this is built on. Mm. And before that, sorry, uh, losses to Galatasaray and Crystal Palace. So this is built on absolute mud. Like, this, yeah, this <laughs> is this is, this is is nothing to get excited about. And uh, this game will all be about balls for Man U. And uh, I don't think they got the balls to go there and, and get a win. I'll be, uh, I'll be in uh, the blue corner for sure. Am I wrong in thinking I'd want a bit more from Everton or not? Do you think that's fair? No, I think it's yeah, I think that's fair. I think maybe the Man United um angle is coming into it. You know, the fact that they're struggling this season means that maybe the bookies think they're a bit more evenly matched. I'm not sure. But yeah. no, you're not wrong. Yeah, I think uh, Everton will probably even get shorter as it comes closer to the game as well. Probably. Um yeah. Right, last game, Monday. Good start once again. Ten consecutive Wolf games have been both teams to score. So, you know, when someone someone's had ten consecutive games, both teams to score, you know where my eyes are looking. Once again, we go both teams to score. 1.78 is the price. So, obviously, that means ten consecutive Wolves games without a clean sheet. Fulham, their opponents this Monday night, uh, they've not kept a clean sheet for nine consecutive games themselves. So, yeah, two teams here really struggling to keep them out. I I am just looking at my stats and at my notes. Kind of uh, not to go against that, but eight consecutive games between these two sides have also been under 2.5 goals. Ding, so, ding, ding. <laughs> They've not been a spectacle, so can we potentially get them both at, at one all? This is screamingly under 2.5 for me. It's priced at 1.72. Yeah, um, you read that out, Tom. Um, 
in terms of Fulham, they are the joint lowest goal scorers in the Premier League. Burnley are bottom with nine. Fulham are at 10. And I just think that Fulham are really struggling in terms of replacing Mitrovic. Um, and, you know, the the wide supply line of, of Willian hasn't looked great. That contract, you know, that contract game he played with Nottingham Forest doesn't look like it's worked out in Fulham's favour at all. And, uh, yeah, 1.72 for a, a pretty drab affair, I think we can all expect. Maybe with a bit of Pedro Neto, you know, stardust sprinkled on it, mm. I think is is fair enough. Um, in terms of the matches this season, uh, 66 point, uh, sorry, 58.33% of Fulham's games in general have been unders. And then at home, it's 60%. So for me, unders looks pretty strong. Yeah, fair. Uh, let's move into the championship then, shall we? And I'll get us kicked off quickly with a, a team I like the look of, not the biggest price, so we won't spend too long on it. It's Southampton away at Huddersfield. 1.64 for Southampton to get a win. Um, came off the international break, or started the international break, should I say, in really good form. Um, no losses in eight, three wins in a row, four in the last five. But we're hoping to pick that back up. Um what they do do very well is start well. Southampton have scored the first goal in nine consecutive matches and it's given them a fantastic platform to then build upon and uh, and push on and get a couple more goals and uh, really see out wins and get more three points on the board than they did do in the first month or so of the season. Um, so yeah, for me, Southampton going away at a Huddersfield side who are really struggling at the moment. Darren Moore's just got one win in their last nine games. And uh, yeah, it'd be a bit of a surprise if if Southampton didn't win this one for me. Really, really short price on Friday night. Leeds away at Rotherham, one point three five for Leeds uh, against a, a Rotherham side with a co caretaker manager uh, managers. Sorry, in charge. Um, Leeds have been great recently, to be honest with you. Uh, they have won five of the last six uh, in terms of the only defeat being a 1-0 loss away at Stoke. And I think Stoke are one of those teams that are just a little bit sticky uh, for opponents. I'm not too worried. Obviously, Rotherham, uh, Matty Taylor was the victim of the sack uh, probably, what, a week ago now? Maybe a, a little longer. And typically, you expect... Uh, clubs to move quite fast when they dispose of managers and uh, maybe targets have changed, maybe landscapes have changed, but they're coming off a 5-0 loss away at Watford. Um, they have been better at home this season. I, I will give them uh, credit for that, uh, but I think there's going to be miles, uh, there's a big going to be a big gap, sorry, uh, of quality between these two. Yep, definitely. Um, I'm going to go for one on the Saturday 5.30 kickoff. West Brom against Ipswich. Maybe a little bit against the grain here. Um, I think West Brom might win this one for me. 2.37 is the price for the Baggies to get three points. I just look at Ipswich's recent games and yes, they've not lost since the 26th of August. So they're on a fantastic run of form. I just don't think the way they're conceding goals and the rate they're conceding goals that is sustainable for me. Um, they've conceded two goals 
in five of their last six games in the championship. And they're kind of getting themselves out of jail by being able to score a lot of goals. So there's a lot of two-all draws in there or three-two wins. Um, so that, for me, isn't a particularly sustainable way of, of you know, going about a league season over 46 games. So I think Ipswich have been fantastic. I'm sure they'll do very well this season. But I don't think they can concede two to this West Brom side who are in very good form and expect to be able to score two or three themselves away at the Hawthorns this weekend. Um, yeah, West Brom do very well at home. They've lost just once at home this season, winning five, drawing two of their eight games. Mm. Uh, outsider alert for me. Um, we're back in a team to go to a venue and win for the first time since 2013. We're back in the team to go and get only their second away win of the season. Uh, and that team is priced up at 6.0. It's Watford Ooh. away at Leicester. Um, I'm just seeing signs that one team is on the up and one team might be on the decline. Uh, I spoke many times before about how Leicester were getting wins, but not, not necessarily destroying teams. And I Kind of had a feeling that coming up against some better teams, they might struggle. Not saying I'm a genius, but they did uh, record back-to-back -back losses against Leeds and Middlesbrough. Now, Watford on at that level, but I've seen some signs from Watford that they are on their way. Uh, they're unbeaten in their last six, winning three of them. And on the road, I can definitely see some building blocks, a draw away at Huddersfield. You know, it's not going to get you promoted, but it's a building block a win away at Swansea, a draw away at Cardiff, uh, which is pretty impressive, a draw away at Coventry. Uh, there's a loss against Sunderland in there, I have to mention. But yeah, I, I just feel like this Watford team is slowly uh, getting it together. Um, there's obviously always a lot of change at Watford. Uh, Yasser Espria is a name that's leaping out to me. Watch out for him. He uh, he looks like a real gem. But yeah, it, it's, it's not a... It's not a one that you put on your accumulator, but 6.0 for Watford away at a wobbling Leicester. That is a very, very, very big price. Yeah. Okay. Uh, shall we move into League One? Yeah. Um, like I'm going to go for what I think for me is the biggest bet, biggest banker of the weekend. It's Bolton Wanderers at home to Exeter. Bolton price at 1.5 to get the win. So they're quite short, but... Understandably, understandably so, because Bolton are kind of like the Stockport of League One, aren't they? You know, Stockport on that fantastic winning run. Bolton have won 11 of their last 12 games across all competitions. So, yeah, fantastic run of form, League and Cup. Uh, five consecutive clean sheets as well, so they're winning to nil. And they're at home against an Exeter side who are really in a in a bad moment. Um in the league, they've not won since the 16th of September. That's uh, seven losses and one draw in the last eight league games. Away from home, they've lost four in a row, conceding at least two in all of those games. So you've got the classic case here of team very much on the up in fantastic form. And that's Bolton against Exeter, who are really struggling at the moment. And uh, yeah, they're going to find themselves in the relegation zone if they are not careful. Mm. Oxford 
Um, Oxford United priced at 1.75, which I, I know is tight, but we've been getting shafted on Oxford, I think, pretty much all season, to be honest with you. Um, they're away at Cheltenham side, priced at 4.33. It's Des Buckingham's um, debut as manager. So he's come over from the uh, Indian Premier League and he is uh, an Oxford fan, born and bred. Um, he is coming in relatively highly rated. It's obviously a bit of an unknown quantity, but Tom, I know you love a new manager bounce and is that not enhanced when that new manager has immediate buy-in from the fans because he's one of them? I agree. Yeah, I have this one yeah. down myself. I completely, completely agree with the shout. Yeah, six wins, zero draws and two defeats on the road for Oxford. This is coming off a five-game unbeaten run with four consecutive victories against the Cheltenham team that have lost five of eight at home. Uh, Daryl Clark has come in and improved them. Uh, they are still 23rd, however, with just two wins in 16 games. Now, a lot of that, of course, stat-wise, is when they were... Uh, failing to score in the first, what, nine or ten games or whatever it was. Um, so they're definitely on the way up, but, you know, they're, they're going to have to put in a massive performance to to get over Oxford, I think. Um, yeah, the yellow's priced at 1.75. Yeah, OK. Uh, outsider for me, Wigan to get a result away at Leighton Orient. 3.6 is the price for Wigan. So I've either got that one for you. Or Wigan just to score a goal, which is 1.44. So either one of those, I think you could get a bit of return on for me. Wigan have won four of their last six games in League One. So they're doing pretty well. Um, Table-wise, if you looked at the table, they're, they're in 18th. But because of that eight-point deduction they had at the start of the season, really, if you were to take that off, they'd be in ninth. So... The table is lying a little bit at the moment when it comes to Wigan and their position. Leighton Orient, for a team that's 1.76, heavy odds on favourites here, they're not very good. Um, mm. <laughs> you know, they've lost three in a row. Uh, in the league, they've not won since the 14th of October against Carlisle. That's five game, six games ago, sorry. I just think Wigan are in very good form at the moment. They're in a moment and they're picking up lots of points home and away. And Leighton Orient just seem to be a bit meh. You know, they lost at home to Lincoln in midweek. And I think they could lose at home again to Wigan this weekend. I, yeah, I just don't think... I don't understand why Leighton Orient are such heavy favourites because there's much more worthy teams at similar prices this weekend. Yeah, totally fair. We're going to back Wickham, Tom. Wickham are not a team that we've been backing a lot this season. Traditionally in League One, we'd be all over them pretty much every week. Uh, but they find themselves in mid-table after uh, trying to rebuild after Gareth Ainsworth. And they're 1.83 to be a Reading team that have won zero games and drew zero games and lost eight games on the road losing their last five in a row and they just keep finding different ways to lose. You know, the last time that they played on the road and um, they conceded two goals in the 90th minute to throw away a 2-1 lead and lose to Shrewsbury, uh, a goal-shy Shrewsbury. It should have been 
should have been pretty should have been pretty straightforward uh, seeing that one out but this naive team just can't find a way on the road uh, 1.83 honestly it's a pretty good price i think uh wickham's home form not traditionally what you would have in mind i think we all become kind of accustomed to adams park and what ainsworth built is not like that anymore um it is below a mid table home record in the league but it should be enough to get over this uh, naive reading team okay um any more in league one or shall we move to league two l2 right l2 let's get kicked off for me um there's always stuff to go for in league two isn't it? i look i really love league two from a, from a betting perspective every single week We'll quickly touch on Wrexham at home to Morecambe. Wrexham are 1.4, so they are, I believe, the shortest price team in League 2 this weekend. Yes, they are. You know, at the racecourse ground, generally, Wrexham are, are, are pretty good. Um, they do have one of the best home records in the league. They've played 9-1-6, drawn 2, lost 1, scored a whopping 27 goals. So that's on an average of three goals every home game. Um Morecambe are in maybe a spot of bother for this weekend because Derek Adams, their long-serving manager, um, has left the club unexpectedly in midweek. I believe he's going to Ross County, uh, I think. He's such a dick. <laughs> he's such a dick. Not an, ounce, not an ounce of respect for anybody that other than himself, that guy, my God. No, so um, I just think with that him unexpectedly leaving in midweek, it's just going to throw everything into turmoil at the club at the moment until they can get a, a new man in and get a bit of stability. But that's going to be a few weeks' time, I'm sure. So, yeah, you know, that's far, far from the preparation you want when you go into one of the best teams in the division away this weekend. So Wrexham, justifiably, I think, for me, 1.4. Shall we back a team with the joint record, an uh, equaling record, sorry, of consecutive league victories at this level. Let's hope they don't bottle making the record outright their own, right? <laughs> no, it's Stockport County. Uh, Tom alluded it, alluded to it earlier. Uh, yeah, they're just on absolute fire. Um, in terms of wins uh, on the road, it's six from eight, losing two. They are an absolute juggernaut. They're sitting nice and pretty at the top of League Two. Uh, they have amassed 40, uh, 41 points, which is the most any team in the EFL has managed to amass so far. So they are, you know, by far and away the best team at their respective level uh, in the, well, I suppose in the Prem as well, to be honest, although they've played a few games less. But anyway, um, they're playing against Newport. I think I feel kind of sorry for Newport. They, they got some new ownership in, and I think they're trying to to build, and they're trying to kind of find their feet a little bit. But they, they're just not quite picking up enough results consecutively. It's like win one, lose one, win one, draw one, lose two. Like they they just can't quite get on their feet. Um, they're in 20th. They are probably in that relegation scrap, although I wouldn't expect them to, to drop. Um, but yeah, that I don't care who's playing Stockport and what location the game is being played at at the moment. That There's just one bet every single week right now. And it's Stockport 
at uh, 1.61. Yep, I completely agree. Uh, one more for me in League Two. Uh, Mansfield away at Swindon. And this is one of those prices where I looked at it and went, oh, that's quite good. 1.92 for Mansfield to get the win away. Um, the only unbeaten team left in League Two are Mansfield. They've played 17, won nine, drawn eight. They're currently on a five-match winning streak. They've scored at least two goals in each one of those five matches. And their opponents this weekend, Swindon, are having a real dip in form. No wins in eight consecutive games across all competitions. That also equates to uh, no clean sheets in eight consecutive games across all competitions either. So when you consider Swindon are really in a poor space at the moment and Mansfield, are, you know, they they keep going and going and going, like those five wins in a row attest to. So yeah, for me, 1.92 for Mansfield seems like a really good price. Any more in League Two? Uh, no, no more need to for me. Shall we wrap it up with a with a little treble and look at last week's briefly? Yeah, and and I just want to say I thought you were on fire today. You absolutely knocked it out of the park. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's rare that we give each other credit. So good job. Thank you. Um, little stats bag. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. this week did it. <laughs> um, yeah, really, so really last good, week. By the way, I don't want to take all the all the plaudits. You're no, really good. You're good. Last week. Uh, let's have a look at the treble. So, yeah, we lost by one team for the second week in a row. A big favourite kind of letting us down. This time, Wrexham. Mm. We haven't really put them in the treble that much this season because they've been kind of unbackable with, with their prices. Um, but we put them in and they lost. 2-0 away at Accrington Stanley. But spoiler alert, we're back. We're back in bed with Wrexham. <laughs> Yeah, we are. So maybe more fallers, but we are going to go for a treble this week of Wrexham at home to Morecambe, Stockport away at Newport and Bolton at home to Exeter. So that's Wrexham, Stockport and Bolton all to win. Uh, £10 example stake with Quiff uh, pays 3.3. However, there is always a chance it could be supercharged. So that £33 from 3.3 could turn into a hell of a lot more. Um, mm. That's the fun of betting with Quiff. So please do check that out. Uh, of course, take advantage of that sign-up offer, the bet 10, get 30 that we mentioned at the top of the show, the description. Sorry, the link will be in the podcast description and on social media. Uh, but yeah, that is a treble that I really think has got a lot of chances this weekend. Yeah, we're uh, we're very excited about the return of the top four tiers, Tom. And what have we gone and done? We have picked a treble in the bottom two tiers. Uh, <laughs> That's so true. Uh, but no, lots to go off this weekend. And uh, if you've enjoyed the show, guys, please consider following us on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. Uh, there's lots of good content. Uh, coming down the pipe uh, so please get involved um, at T underscore FB podcast help us get to 3k yeah we're getting there aren't we what are we on about 2748 it's getting there it's getting yeah there. creeping creeping Christmas present is is 3k Christmas that'd be lovely that uh, yeah uh, and also early Christmas present would be to rate and review the podcast if you have enjoyed mm -hmm. So, yeah, wherever you listen to your podcast, we'd really appreciate it. If you could take the time to just drop a quick rating on there, um, 
five stars preferably but yeah if you enjoyed the show we'd really appreciate that one and uh yeah that's about it really i think appreciate the time guys take care yes back next week go well be profitable see you next week